Welcome back to Stronghold, everybody. As always, I am Sean, your host and DM, and we're going to start with a little recap of what happened last week before we get back into it. Last week on Stronghold. As we're processing the dire beavers, I turned around to a strange whistle. And there was a short man with this big beard and a huge backpack. And he handed me an amulet, and when I put on the amulet, he started talking in a weird sign language that I can now understand. Which is weird. I've never even heard a sign language before. And then we started trading some items back and forth. And he pulled out this beautiful set of armor that Draman immediately wanted. But the price was too high for him. It was his left hand. So instead, he tried to sell Freddy into slavery. Real douche move on your part, Draman. After we were done talking with him, we headed further into the deep woods. The going was hard and tough. It was almost like some kind of magical resistance against us. So further into the deep woods, we set up camp for the night, and then Draman and I noticed something stalking us on our watch. So, you've all been debriefed. What are you doing? All right, let's packing up camp. Keep forging yeah. on ahead. Go. All right. It is slow going from dawn till lunch. As you go through the forest, you do come across here or there some edible mushrooms or some berries or maybe a few nuts. Five when you do come across them, you do you stop and you munch what can be munched. Just enough to keep the rumblings at bay. And around, let's say, one. Around one in the afternoon. It's the hottest it's been all day, which admittedly isn't very hot. But as you're pushing through branches, as you're moving through the weeds, you do you do start to break a sweat. And even with as much noise as you're making, pushing through the brush, you do hear something else moving through the brush as well. Off to your right. Uh, okay. Um, well, we want to keep an eye on it. But look over that direction, see if we see anything. You can't investigate see anything. it. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna try to investigate it to see what's happening, or not try to identify it. You want to throw a stick? Yeah. Is it the same sound as it was last night? It's a very similar one. Yes. Yeah, we need to investigate that. Freddy, fireball the noise, or firebolt the noise. What if it's like no. a very? Kind... I'm gonna throw a stick in that direction where the noise is coming from. The rustling over there stops as the stick clatters through twigs, leaves, and vines, and it stays quiet for a moment. There are no birds chirping. There are no crickets cricketing, and you don't hear anything. Thomas, could you firebolt over there first? I go check it out. As soon as you start crunching leaves and snapping twigs, the rustling starts again, and within a few moments of you pushing through the bushes, it starts heading away from you much faster than you can keep up with. Uh, and I, soon it is out of your shot. I call out to it and say, don't, don't, don't. I just want to know what you are. It does not stop. I am. How far away is it? As it's running away. At its closest, it's probably 50 feet. As it's starting to run away from Draman, I'm going to hurl a firebolt at it. Uh, roll and attack roll. Whoa! Zero to 100 immediately. Yeah. If you somehow missed what this party is, 
like wake up destroy the magic item uh-oh what'd you get a one sorry drawman more damage the firebolt misses its mark completely exploding on the side of one of the great pine trees and catching it on fire actually quite rapidly for once whoa guess we found the dry spot and as you stand and watch it you notice that yes indeed it seems you have found the dry spot and the fire begins to spread as i see that one going off course can i use my other hand and shoot a ray of frost make an attack roll against your own magic no not against my magic against the whatever i know but you're like casting against your own magic still a disadvantage by the way because you still don't see what it is you're shooting at an 11 you don't know if it hits or not because you don't see what it is you're shooting at. well if i do hit it it does get a speed reduction noted but yeah this large pine tree in the middle distance is now on fire whoops a daisy uh, actually much faster than you've seen Freddy, need, or freddy's fires spread we in the need past. to put that out yeah, now freddy freddy freeze it kill it Kill I it. will try to shoot another frigid beam of ice towards make, the top of that tree. Make another attack roll. Kill the tree. What'd you get? A seven. You miss it. It's far away. And right now, still a fairly small target. I'll try again. There we go. 19. So you hit the fire and it does get extinguished. Okay. However, the tree is left fairly charred. Rude. We're not Boy Scouts. That much it's, is clear. It's a good thing we're not. <laughs> Leave no trace. Except for a burn tree. Leave plenty of traces. <laughs> and bankruptcy. Kill the forest. Draman, did you catch up with whatever's out there? No. Did no. you get a, any look at it? Any I idea? I didn't, no. Um, it scampered away really quickly. And I, it's it's super fast, whatever it is. I feel like I hit it. Of course you did. All right, can I look Can I look for tracks? Well, we can see you what certainly you can. did hit. And it's a, it's a tree. You hit hey, the tree. Okay, I missed the first time, right? At least when I had magic, I could aim. 24. You go out there, and you look in all the right spots, and you look for all the right things, and you do not find any tracks that could have been this thing. You see other animals have passed through here, rabbits, birds, deer, but nothing recent and nothing that would have, that in your opinion, would have sounded like this. Yeah, could it be too light to leave tracks? Who knows? All right, guys, again, no tracks. Uh, okay. This is weird. I, I guess we just keep going, right? I say I mean, we stop a little bit earlier, and I can start setting traps around our, like, traps like, and snares. Like bear yeah, traps? Yeah, like no, I can, the middle of the day, Thomas. No, not like now, but, like, we can stop a little bit earlier, so I can have some time to set up and bait traps, okay. like snares and stuff. Right. We'll try okay. to catch it in the night. Sure. Anybody else wonder why my flames caught that tree on fire so fast compared to all the brush down here? To be fair, you hit that one pretty high up. Uh, in the very and sappy and pine needly region of the tree, and he did say all the stuff down here is pretty damp. Just it's not like ex- that it's there. not like very very wet, but down here it is not as dry. So you continue moving at your very slow rate through the dense undergrowth, and you find a game trail. Almost as soon as it begins, Thomas, looking down, you see a set of not one. But three distinct trails left by three animals, all of them wolves, and heading down this game trail through the forest. I found a group of three wolves that are going down this game trail. Do we want to follow them or do we want to keep pushing on? The trail goes actually pretty much in line with the direction you've been traveling. Um... If we follow the game trail, it's pretty much straight on where we're heading anyways 
I, I guess. I mean, I guess we can keep after them. We. I can follow this trail a lot easier than going through the. Okay. Lines. Yeah. Let's follow it. Let's stay back uh, a, a little bit though, so we're so, not. If you want me to go ahead a little bit more. As long as we can keep an eye on you, we don't want to split up. What do you want me to roll? Roll a survival check. Check out the tracks. See what you can find out. That would be a 21. So what you see when you check out these tracks with your very good roll is that, first of all, they are quite large. The paws of these wolves are much bigger and the prints deeper than you would typically get for your average canine. They, however, also seem somewhat older. They're not brand new. It was probably at least a day ago, maybe more, that they put these down. Do I notice any other tracks? Incidental tracks here and there. The normal assortment of woodland creatures. You do see the um, the very distinct tracks of a dire beaver, uh, but those are quite old indeed. All right. I'm still ranging ahead, trying to make a clear path for the rest of the group. All right. And along this trail, it does actually get much easier moving, and you can pick up the pace to a greater extent than you've been able to. You're moving at this this good clip, a brisk hiking speed at this point, when you come to a somewhat grisly scene where it looks like not one, but an entire family of these large dire beavers which, as you found out not too long ago, are fairly capable of sort of taking care of themselves, at least against smaller, weaker things, they have been just torn apart. But there's still enough of them around to, to make the small clearing that you find them in not pretty. Cool. I'm going to stealth myself. Okay. That is a solid 10. I think we need to collect these pelts. Well, I have they caught up to me yet, or am I still ahead of them? You are still ahead of them. They'll be here momentarily unless you stop them. So that's what I'm going to head back. Okay. As soon as I try to conceal myself, I'm doing it in a... I'm hurriedly trying to do it just because I see the scene. I'm like, okay, something very big just attacked some beavers. I don't know if it's multiple or just the one big one that I saw. Are the tracks fresher? Leading up to it, like the big paw prints, or are they so old? The trail that you're following, the set of tracks that you're following, they are, they're still the old ones. If you want to check for tracks around this area specifically, you'll have to roll again. All right, I'm going to do that real okay. quickly before I head back. That's a 12. You just give this place a quick glance over, and it looks like different sets of tracks than the ones you're following. Gotcha. So I'm going to head back and tell them, like, hey guys, I just found a group of dire beavers that just got massacred and i found leading up there i found some big big wolf prints like size of my head big are you sure it was a wolf it really couldn't be anything else it doesn't they look like some big wolves in this world yeah it's a little they, concerning they got some big beavers too and it looked like there was just one of them but from the scene i saw i'm gonna guess it was probably gonna be about three when you were following the trail originally, you saw three distinct sets of large wolf tracks. Did they split up or were they all together? So? It looks like they were following one another, single file, just going down this track. All right. Or this trail. There are three sets of different wolf tracks, all the same size, pop, hmm. like all the same print. 
same size prints. So these dire wolves, we're going to, I'd say we're going to avoid the beavers because that's their kill site. We really don't want to go near there. They might come back. All right. And if we want to fight the wolves, we can. Or we can try to trap them and fight them on a different ground where we think we have an advantage. Do we want to fight anything, or are we just trying to get through here as fast as possible? Well, we might be in their territory now. So it would be better to, to meet them on our terms then? Yeah. If, they are, if we're already finding like where they're killing other animals, we're probably already there, and they've, they're probably they probably know. Yeah. yeah, they probably know we're here. All right. You tell well, you tell us, Thomas. Uh, this is kind of your thing. So, what is? How do we? Uh, we don't know what we're doing. What do we do? Um. Honestly, I can show you guys how to set up the bear traps. That that hopefully will stop one of them. <laughs> so I'm gonna give. Well, you... where are we setting up? We're we're not gonna stay right here, are we? No, no. We need to find a more open area. All right. Where we can't get like a where they can't sneak up on us. So let's get and to that. We need point to make first. a big fire. All right, let's see that. I can yeah. do the fire. Yeah, like bonfire. Yeah. And whoever's on watch needs to cast like light and be able to just throw it out there to try to find anything, any noise. All right, let's do it. Okay. Where's the closest clear area from here? Um, we're not gonna go back to where the beavers are. The so the beavers are along this game trail that you've been following. And the game trail does continue past the small clearing where you found their carcasses. We can try to push a little bit past the carcasses. And if we can't find something soon, we can always go back. And I don't want to go there, but that clearing is better than nothing. Roman, do you and I want to sit at that clearing while he goes out and we can already start preparing that place yeah, in case I'm, that's we, where we're at? Yeah, we can. we can do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to give you guys my bear traps to set up. I'm going to run through like a quick demonstration. Oh, they know. You've uh, yeah. set up these bear traps <laughs> everywhere. I'm sure you definitely set them up all over the place in Lynn and Run's house. And back in Caton at the Pilgrim house, you probably set them up there too. We became we pros are, at disarming they them. They are actually, right. they are allowed mechanically to disarm your traps just as a regular action, no chance of failure. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that rule. Because they've done it so often. Paranoia. <laughs> a man and his bear traps. With a lot cool. of rope to go with. Them. All right, so should we stack the the dire beavers to form I mean, a kind of little if the pelts barricade in, around? If the pelts are intact after you like set up camp, I would just try to... Like, one person keep watch, the other one just start skinning them. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to All set right. up camp. That's what we're doing. We're setting up the bear traps okay. and getting prepared for whatever's coming. Thomas, what are you doing? I'm going to go further up the game trail, but I'm going to try to do a stealth, and I won't take any movement penalties when I'm stealth. Okay. Ranger power. Thomas the Green just Ranger. Just roll. I, I'm trying to get a good roll. I'm trying to will. I'm trying to will a good roll into existence. <laughs> Sean and I are both like just roll the die. Fifteen. All right. As you move forward along the game trail, it's the train is much the same as it has been for quite a while now, and you're still moving in a gentle downward direction as you continue to move towards the river at the center of this valley. But unexpectedly, you start to hear the sound of water. And you did not 
realize or maybe weren't keeping track of, but the the river that runs down from Lynn and Runs Lake, it must go past here or very close to here. And as you follow the game trail, it does get closer until you're walking nearly alongside of it. And very shortly after, just a few minutes after you meet the river, you find that in front of you, a good distance, maybe 100, 150 feet, it does look like the trees thin out. You can see, looking through the canopy, that there is a hole up there where you can see the, the sky. All right, I'm going to try to like slowly creep up to the clearing. As you do so, you begin to see buildings. You begin to see another homestead. Not entirely unlike the one where you spent your time so recently. There's a main house. And there is here a much larger and much fancier barn. And there are a number of outbuildings. And there are covered, colonnaded walkways. And everything is connected. And everything was built to to just be inserted gently into the environment of the woods by the river. Except that the entire place is completely overgrown. The doors have come off their hinges. The roofs are filled with holes. Vines climb up the column. And small trees are poking up here and there in the main yard. I'm going to turn around and go back to the group. Okay. <laughs> Not messing with the spooky, scary house with the dire wolves running around. That's, that's probably fair. Reminded me too much of Jurassic Park and a bunch of velociraptors <laughs> circling. Nope. So you go back to the group and you report the really cool place that you found and you want to explore? I, hey, guys. I found an abandoned um, complex. It's a little bit larger than Run and Winds. But I say we just stay here for the night. Does it, uh, does it look safe? Um, did you think, check it out at all? I think haunted is the best term I can come up with what it looks like. I asked you if it looks safe and you said 100% not. <laughs> it, looks, it looks haunted. It's haunted. Did you check it out? I just said it looks haunted. Do you think I'm going to walk in there? So you want us to do it? Yeah, as a group. But we just pulled all these sticks out of the woods. No, I'm saying we stay here for the night. And then when it's bright and sunny and daylight, we go over to the haunted cabins. It's still okay. it's still pretty much the day. You have several hours at least until nightfall for what it's worth. Okay. So um, if you guys want to go up there and go ahead and explore, I can start setting up some traps around here so we can come back and camp here. I thought we already set up traps here. I'm going to set you did. up more. You right, the, my... the bear traps are set up. Uh, Thomas wants to set up some, you know, hunting snares and the like. Yeah. And, I mean... you know, maybe like a punji pit or two. That'll, that'll <laughs> take some digging. <laughs> you got a shovel? And punji sticks? <laughs> yeah. Do Cut you guys brand. have a bladed weapon between the three of you? I do not. I do. Okay. He has that sword he just bought, right? No, it's not a sword. I have an axe. Drummond oh, no yeah. need slicey weapon. Drummond have big clonk. Yeah, it's like, I got an axe. When did you become Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> also, also as a, character, as a character decision, can Thomas please be super superstitious about ghosts and the like? That, that's I think what, that that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's the way I was doing it. Like, he looked at that and went, that's haunted. Like, he doesn't believe in the three gods. He thinks that's, that's kind of like phony. But he believes in, like, 
the stuff that warlocks make contracts with. So he sees Draman say, hey, gods, let me heal this person. Literally you, actually. He looks at it the same as him throwing magic. Okay. It's just another kind of magic. He's just putting on a show. Interesting. And trying to fool people. Okay. Well, you know who's not getting healed anymore? That's why he Good stole all the eggs from that guy. Yeah. You're trying to sell some phony holy water. Gotcha. Some miracle tonic. Gotcha. Uh, okay. There's literally some water you scraped out of a rusty sink. Where? What? I, what? Oh, we're in the middle, in the middle of, of the woods. <laughs> he still know. found a rusty sink. I, and I'm trying to give you the water from it. Drink it. It tastes like Ricola and coffee. <laughs> Trust me. It's healing. Yeah. It's good for <laughs> you. Tetanus. What's Trust tetanus? Me, this is going to be the fad in the next two it's years. It's got zinc. <laughs> got that quinine. <laughs> It's got that lead. <laughs> it's got lead? You're dead. You're going to die. Does that sound healthy, Ooh, though? Okay. Lead, zinc, and quinine. <laughs> That's, yeah, the periodic table of elements. Yeah. It's just got everything in there. It's got what plants crave. <laughs> Sean's just patiently waiting for us to stop being completely stupid enough to actually be able to play the campaign. And it's okay. About in game, <laughs> let's say fifteen seconds have elapsed since we started recording. No, that's great. <laughs> that's pretty much all that you could use. <laughs> that's what he's saying. That's fine. All right, I'm good. So he just finished speaking to you guys. <laughs> he just floated the idea, like, "Hey, you want to go check this out? I don't want to go there because ghosts, but do you? Because <laughs> ghosts. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there because who ghosts. you gonna call? Look, if you both somebody go, else. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna just look at them because they're just staring at me as i'm about to go off into the woods and do my ranger thing and i'm like why are you guys just staring if you both go the ghost can't kill you both it's a well-known fact about ghosts <laughs> they can only kill one person a day <laughs> but what if there's multiple ghosts <gasps> oh, like, Never. It's, it's like then you're both out of luck i mean i i, I only know about the one ghost Such Thomas, just stop happened. talking never have two ghosts been recorded to exist at the same time in the same place i mean yeah. aren't ghosts like ter i'm gonna look at drama as i say this aren't ghosts like territorial or something i why would i know that i don't know you're a cleric right Kind of in your job description. To, to hunt ghosts? <laughs> what universe do you think we are in? Where's your laser blaster? <laughs> yeah, it's like your just plasma start, beam. Just start chanting at him in whatever language you talk to people in. Okay. So. All right. That's Calming down. We're cool. It's okay. You know. Yeah. Are um, you? Yeah. That's why we're going to be. No, no, we're not. We're not going into this discussion because <laughs> once we start talking about who's cool and who's not, it won't end. <laughs> What I want to know is once Thomas says, do you guys want to go check out the spooky place? What do you do? Hesitantly ask him, do you really think that's a good idea? <laughs> sure, that's, let's that's, go. That, okay, that's... Uh, okay, see you in a bit. Bye. Don't let the ghosts eat you. Well, I thought we were going to do that tomorrow after... I mean, there's still some daylight. We, Freddy just starts walking. So we set okay. up all these traps... And we're going to leave them. No, you come back before it gets dark. Sure. All right. You know what? You guys go first. Come on, Draman. No, I'm not going. I'm setting up more traps. It's going to be like a fort when you get back. He wants we, us two to go. No, <laughs> you have to come with us. Why? Because I'm not going without you. It's this haunted. Is, this is, we are a family, mister. <laughs> and we do things together. The family that does stuff together 
dies together. <laughs> TPKs together. Yeah. The party that uh, checks out haunted stuff together. Dies together? <laughs> dies together. I mean, They're... you said so yourself. The ghost can only take one yeah, of us. Yeah, what's the likelihood of there being three ghosts? <laughs> no, it only takes... Well, yeah, it wouldn't take three, but... Yeah. Thomas isn't so hot with math. <laughs> I believe that. I definitely believe that. He sees the ghost and he's like... <laughs> yep, there's one. Yep, there's two. Yeah. Oh, no. Two that... plus two equal fish. Two plus two plus five equal maths. <laughs> um... I will go if you come with us, Thomas. Drama, why do you always have conditions to things? Because he's just difficult. Because I'm he, not about he to... Is, I'm he not is about... that one kid. He's going, um, actually, we're supposed to have a pop quiz today? That is drama. You don't really know what a pop quiz is, do you? The whole pop... No. The whole pop no. is kind of important. Sean, look, you are the... We're all homeschooled, but yeah. you. And it's showing. Yeah. I knew what a pop quiz was, though, Colin. Hey, teacher, you're supposed to surprise us, and I don't know how I know about that, but you're supp- you are supposed to surprise us. Fine. I think you meant just a test in Look, general. I'm just saying the first things that come to my mind. You probably already. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting in the mindset of Thomas. Sometimes here. that's abundantly clear. <laughs> Those pop quizzes pop just pop in his head. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. Yeah, I will go if we all go together because if this is haunted, we need to have all of us together so we die less. I mean, you both have magic, right? Mm, debatable for me right now. Yeah, Freddy. I'm waiting at the tree line, waving. No. Come on. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like the two squishy yeah, people start, going. Just start chanting at him, wave your hands. The ghost will be afraid of you. What do you think I do? I don't know. Just That's what you what do, What do you right? think you do? You just think really hard. Because <laughs> right now you're not doing much is what I'm seeing. I don't think that just two of us should go check out a bunch of ghosts I think really that's... he's not a magic user right now either yeah oh good point what do you do all right what are we doing <laughs> who's going who's staying i'm Choose at the tree where line you're waiting. gonna get eaten by wolves that's all i want uh I... all right I'll, I'll go with you okay if we're all gonna do something but let me get I'm... my bear where did you guys set up my bear traps everywhere <laughs> all right then i'm not gonna worry about them right they're now. hidden okay all right we're all going to check out the ghosts together as a family <laughs> You want to hold the rope I have in my pocket? Yes, give it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I mean, we're going to play follow the leader with the rope. You all start going down the trail, the game trail that you're following? Together, yep. yes. All Who's right. leading? I'm tied Thomas. to Drummond well, by a rope. Well, Thomas is definitely not leading, I'm imagining, so I think you're up first. Right? Yeah, Freddie, sure. you left first. Sure. Yeah, so I'll you're technically in front. Literally, Drummond and I are tied together by like five feet of rope. I don't, I'm I'm holding on to the rope. Do you agree to be tied together, Drummond? I don't, I will hold the rope that you gave to me and we'll go Look, together. My logic, if we're tied together, that way you have both your hands free, you can use your shield and but, your hammer. But why do we have to be tied <laughs> together? That's my question. He can just <laughs> drop the rope. That way if one of us gets snagged, we both get snagged. And then I can save you or you can save me. And we won't get taken by the ghost monster. Thomas is really freaking out about these ghosts, isn't he? You know what? Thomas, it... is there some backstory here about the ghosts <laughs> that we need to delve into? It really sounds like there is. There's probably not even ghosts there. You're just we overthinking. Don't know that. Have you ever seen a wolf with a, si- a paw the size of your and my head here. together? Okay, here. it's not your and his head together. It's just one of your heads or the other. Head. Yeah, I did a couple hours so ago. I turn around, I stop and turn around and walk up to. Thomas, sneak attack. grab him by his shoulders, shake him a little bit, and say, dude, it's gonna be okay. Stop freaking out. You're not a really calming presence, you know that, right? Yeah, I am. Everybody loves me. Okay. I'm literally the most laid-back person. 
Are you sure that's just not because you're an alcoholic? I mean, maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I would say a little bit. I'm not gonna deny that. But let's just get let's just get this it's, over with. It's okay. We're gonna be okay, guys. We can do this. Nothing can break us up. We'll be okay. And I'm gonna use my inspirational leader feat during okay. this whole exchange so we get extra hit points going into whatever we're going into so you spend 10 minutes standing in this forest mm -hmm. to inspire them that they're gonna be fine that there's to no ghosts remind them that they're 10 minutes okay. no ghosts. so freddy turns around <laughs> that's what he says after my my speech i ain't afraid of no ghost okay so yeah 10 minutes go by during which freddy reminds you that there are no ghosts and nothing to worry about what are your individual reactions to this? You're right. There's nothing to be scared of. That's a good point, Freddy. I have my rope back, Drummond. You absolutely can have your rope back. Okay. So as you continue down this game trail, uh, real quick, your temporary hit points would be nine. Nine temp HP? Yep. Nice. Nice feat. So as you go down this, uh, this game trail, after a, a short time, you start to hear the noise of a river just babbling along nearby you. Nothing too big, nothing extraordinary, not a huge, wide, raging torrent, just like a very large stream. And soon you come to walk along its banks, and very shortly after that, you see up ahead that there is a break in the canopy of the forest. And heading towards that leads you to this homestead that Thomas had told you about. And indeed, it looks like it was built in much the same fashion as the house that you've recently spent so much time at, at Lynn and Run's house. It has the same attention to detail, and the same intricate carvings and in all of the woodwork, the same foresty motifs in the columns and in the archways, except this is much, much larger. Where Lynn and Run had one main house and a few outbuildings, here there are several large buildings, each connected to one another by these covered and columned walkways, forming in the middle a sort of courtyard. And outside this set of buildings, a set of five buildings, there are other ones, more utilitarian ones, barns, stables, workshops, the like. And a little bit beyond those, there are gazebos and gardens and and places to have a quiet moment with nature. But all of this is completely overgrown. It has been left to waste at the hands of time. There are holes in the ceilings out of which grow trees, and everything looks in the most advanced state of disrepair that you have ever seen. Except for at the very center, in that courtyard, there is a tree of enormous size compared to everything else. It is not one of the pines that you have passed so many of over the past three or four days. This is a great yew tree. And its branches go up and they are they go up and they go out and they stretch in this broad expanse that covers almost all of the area between the five buildings. And everything about it is gnarled and knotted. And it is encircled with a rope tied together to form a chain around it, a rope that is tight because it's been expanded to its limit by the growth of the tree, indicating a supreme age, but still looking pristine. And this whole compound is quiet. 
except for the noise of the river. Yep, definitely haunted. Thomas, there's no ghosts. That we know of. I mean, you know. We'll be fine. Okay. Um, so Should we go inside? I want to go check out the tree. Look at it more up close and see what's going on with it. Seems like the most important thing around here. All right. As you walk up to the tree, you pass through one of those columned walkways. And underneath it, it has these flagstones that once formed a path, but between which now grow all manner of grasses and weeds. And when you step into the courtyard, the weeds continue. They've taken over everything. And dead leaves and branches that have fallen down long ago. And closer in, there are a series of standing stones. Small ones, about two feet tall. And carved with all sorts of symbols and shapes. But encircling the tree as well. And they too seem in fine condition. Other than that, nothing looks out of the ordinary. It looks like this has been, or had been in the past, a place set up to sit in the shade and while away long summer hours. Okay. Um, uh, you said, what was the band that was around the tree? Around the tree, stretched completely taut by the growth of the trunk, is a rope. Just a simple natural fiber rope knotted uh, or with its two ends knotted together to create a circle around it and that is about six feet off the ground and given the diameter of the tree that would be somewhere in the range of a 25 foot long rope now okay so this this tree is massive it's nearly 10 feet wide, probably in the seven or eight foot range. Okay. Should I go touch it, Drama? Eight or nine. I don't know about touching it. Do you want to do some type of, um, you know, inspection magic or anything around here? Because it, or like, you can just burn it. I, <clears throat> that's a little destructive. Uh, I don't want to just walk up and. Well, it doesn't look like anyone's living here anyways. But the tree is so old. That's so mean. I, a tree. Yeah. I'll go up and inspect it. Okay. What are you looking at specifically? The tree. Okay. Uh, do you want to roll an investigation check for me? 17. All right. The tree itself looks normal. It looks ancient, to be sure. But whereas the forest that you had just left looked overgrown and, and on top of itself and crowded, everything about it looks to be the right size. Everything is in proportion to everything else. It looks like this tree has not been tampered with in the way that the forest has. What you do notice that stands out as particularly odd and certainly meaningful is on the lowest branches above you, which are about nine or ten feet off the ground, there are some immeasurable, uncountable number of tiny pieces of silver thread tied all along the branches on every side. And from a distance, you couldn't see them because they are so small and so fine. But when you're underneath and you look up, it has the most startling effect of creating almost a, a starry sky of glittering, shimmering lights in the shadows of the leaves all around. Hey, what do you see, Freddy? 
tree looks a little weird. Yeah, I, I I gathered that um from from back here. But what's what's weird about it? What do you see with your special eyes? What do your cat eyes see, Freddy? <laughs> they see something shiny. Okay, well, I mean that does make sense. Do you think it's um, safe? Yeah, I think it's safe. I don't really know anything bad happened how if to I cut the rope. Describe it. I uh, I don't know. All right, I'm gonna go cut the rope. Well, I'm going to take ten feet back. Okay. Um. I'm going to swing at the tree with my axe and cut the rope. Yeah. Do I get to... I'm <laughs> afraid of no ghosts. I'm having deja vu here. Do I get like an, a reaction of opportunity? I mean, he said aloud, I'm going to go... Did, did, what did Thomas do? The exact words Thomas is going to say. You did not approach the tree to the same point as Freddy when Freddy went to investigate it. He's standing immediately... Next to the trunk. Right, I'd say that you and Drummond are at least 10 or 15 feet away. I'm going to heft my axe in both my hands, walk right up the tree, and afraid of no ghosts, and swing at the rope. I jump back. Drummond, you see Thomas approach the tree, and you see that he has his axe, and he's saying something about a ghost again. But stop. D D Thomas, stop. What are you doing? Axe is already swung. All right. Um, you, you die. Do you not have a sheet for that? So you swing your axe, and it's a expert swing, and it impacts the rope, and the rope does not cut. Did I miss? What is your your passive perception? Is like 14. 12? 14. Okay. Um. Can I? Uh, I want to attempt to 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 cast a spell. I want to try and cast detect evil and good. Okay. Go ahead and roll a d100 for me, please. 48. You're not feeling enlightened as you normally do when you cast this spell. So, okay. It does not function. Are we just for mechanics sake, when it doesn't cast, are we still saying that I burn I'm burning a spell slot? Nope. No. No. Okay. Um okay. Right. I mean, it takes an action to do that. You would, you'd be able to do something else, probably. You okay there, Draman? I, I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Thomas, can you stop hitting the tree? You're obviously not getting anywhere. Don't tell him that. <laughs> I'm gonna swing one more time. Yeah, for good of course measure. he is. Yeah. For the, you're gonna swing for the rope. Yep. All right. You swing. You hit the rope again. And once again, the rope does not cut. And it leaves your hand shaking as though you hit something very hard. And when you pull your axe away, you see that in the blade, there is now a very serious looking notch. As though you had swung against a rock. I'm going to inspect the rope. Okay. Uh, roll an investigation. <laughs> Could have done that before you started wailing on it. Some he's like, nah, this is a rope. So a little slow. A little slow. Thomas C rope. Thomas kill rope. <laughs> and afraid of no ghosts. No goat. Ghost. <laughs> rope ghost. It's a rope goat. I got a, it's nine. a goat rope. You got a nine for investigation. That What's rope is on a tree, and it is a rope. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you realize that with your intel. That's why I got a nine. You cannot discern any special thing. You know that you are spooked by this 
rope in your the mind as you file ghost. it away. Um, it just rope and then in parentheses, ghost question mark and parentheses. <laughs> is there anything directly around the tree? So in the very center of this courtyard is the tree itself. Around the tree's trunk is that rope. And then several feet out from the tree, in a circle around it, are the standing stones. There are eight of them in total, and they seem like kind of two-foot-tall, conish-shaped stones. Can I do a religion check to see if I know anything about why it's laid out like that? Sure. Eight. The significance seems to be focused on the tree itself. These could be, maybe you're looking at something like a sundial, maybe it's a season dial, maybe they're supposed to be protective, maybe their present exalts the tree somehow, but the focus is definitely the tree. All right. Yes. All right. I'm... I think that the tree is the main, I mean, obviously it's a huge tree, but I think there's a reason why it was placed right here in the center. And... I don't know. I have a very strange feeling about it. Okay, I'm going to try and uh, cast Detect Evil and Good again. A hundred. You feel like you used to feel when you cast spells, and it's great. And it fills your whole body from, from tip to toe. And what does it look like when you cast Detect Good and Evil? Uh, detect uh, Evil and Good when I cast it. Um, it's a small glowing light in both hands and I raise them up and the light kind of fades outwards as I become more aware of evil and good and undead and everything that are, that are around me. Okay. And what do you see? What does an evil thing look like and what does a good thing look like? They get kind of a, an aura around it. Okay. Um, so a good thing is, is a more positive light and a bad thing is a more negative light. So like a darker, like a a red or a, a black and then the the more good things are like a brighter like a bright white light or kind of like a lighter color okay as you look around the scene before your eyes changes very little it becomes somewhat lighter in every direction but in a very faded muted way as though goodness once suffused this area but does not any longer and it is still most intense around this tree. Anything specific around the, any parts of the tree or just the tree in general? The tree itself. You notice that the little silver threads, they have no noticeable impact. The rope has no noticeable impact. The stones have no impact. But the tree seems to be or have been a good tree. And that is unusual. To you, because I'm sure in in the lands you know, and when you've passed, cast this spell in the past, you have found trees, rocks, plants, uh, even most animals to be amoral in general. They don't typically have a good or evil value, but this one seems to seems to register one just ever so faintly. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Draman, you cast magic. I totally did. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we should leave this tree alone and please stop hitting it. Uh, it's a good tree. I know that doesn't make any sense, but this tree is good. And everywhere around here, I think it's safe. All right, as you're saying that, Draman Thomas stops like mid-swing. <laughs> you're gonna put another notch in here <laughs> like are you sure it's a good tree i 
I'm pretty sure it's a good tree. Okay. I'm going to walk up and place my hand on the bark. Okay. Does anything weird happen? No. No? It just, it feels like bark. Um, I don't know what you bark feels like, uh, and I'm not going to look it up because that's silly. You is like a willow. It doesn't really have bark. It just kind of flakes. Well, all trees have bark. They just have different types of bark. Yeah. Well, it's not like a yeah. like, not like bark tree. Bark. Yeah. It's, it's like a little bark. It looks like, it's like a crate myrtle. I can tell of. you it makes really good bows. I've heard that as well. You also have to Woodscape. have a gotta have a high wood cutting to cut it down. You do. That's an eighty. <laughs> OSRS. Um, that was a RuneScape reference. Still probably fits with our crowd for the most part. <laughs> they um, probably knew what it was as soon as you said it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a house behind us, right? There are in this courtyard. There are five buildings, um, and there is one behind you and to the right, and one behind you and to the left. Behind and to the right. Okay. This building and most of them in this courtyard, they're all about the same size. They are placed long ways facing the courtyard, and each one has a porch that wraps all the way around it. Not a raised porch, just flush with the ground. And in the middle of it, there is a large double doorway. Uh, One of these doors has fallen off, and the interior is dark to your eyes. You go in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just hanging out by this tree. I have have you guys told me that you're doing stuff or do you just no, disappear? You got your just magic boner going on, so we kinda left you to deal with I'm that. I'm just I'm still staring at the tree. You're like my magic works. What did I say about staying together and the second anything happens, you well, guys we're we're letting you deal with your magic boner. Letting the you moment. have your moment. <laughs> so you go into this building and the door here has been off its hinges for some untold amount of time. And on the inside, there's a flagstone floor, and it looks like it goes down in the middle. So about 10, yeah, about five or 10 feet in, there's a big step, about two feet. And that forms a ring all around this building, which is hollow in the interior. And then that ring is itself about four feet deep before there's another one inside of it and that goes around in a ring and it forms this this sunken mini theater if you will and at the center is this very large and ornate brazier made of some type of deeply tarnished metal and sitting in a enormous pile of ash and this whole room is covered with all sorts of Dead, dried leaves and branches and animal droppings and all of the wilderness that has come in and been left here, been discarded by the forest into this ancient place. Are there any uh, doorways? There is a doorway on the far right of the building that you figure lines up with the covered walkway on one side and on the far left of the building, which you imagine lines up with the covered walkway on that side as well. well i'm gonna leave the building and go to the other one that was on the left okay this one it also has a set of double doors in it and as you walk in here you find yourself in a foyer if you will a chandelier used to hang from the ceiling but now it is on the floor made entirely out of the great deer antlers uh that have been taken from the wilderness over the eons 
and there is a hallway that leads to either side and the foyer that you're in it connects this set of double doors to one on the opposite side i want to do a quick scan of the room to see if i can find like anything in there besides like the chandelier okay 17 so you see that along the walls of this entry area that flank the corridors on either side there used to be bench seats that covered chests of some sort and those chests whose locking mechanisms have long since rusted away you open them and you find in one a collection of footwear in another you find blankets cloaks and woolen goods but moth-eaten and torn and extremely dirty in the third you find tools or what used to be tools the hammer hafts are all spongy now though and the saw blades are rusty and in the fourth you find several bags of silver and gold each one small uh, enough to or no more than can fit in the palm of your hand but in total there are five Four of silver, one of gold. Thomas's language right there. He's going to snatch him up. Okay. Each one is, each one's probably about nine or ten pounds. All right. How much in each? Nine or ten pounds worth of the precious metal. Are they like pieces or like just chunks? Yeah, they are pieces. And all of the pieces are of different sizes. And it's so, not all coins. So uh, like 40 pounds of silver, 10 pounds of gold. Yeah. There's a lot of jewelry mixed in. In fact, most of it seems to be utilitarian items and not so much the, the currency that you're used to. Definitely nothing like what you found in the well. The silver pieces, by the way, are very, very tarnished. It will take a lot of polishing to get these to shine again. Anything else in this building? Uh, this room appears to be uh, pretty thoroughly checked out. I'm going to go outside real quickly and go, hey guys, I got you guys some stuff that i found in this building what what was what was in there i'm gonna hand them both um one of the 10 pound bags of silver uh, okay what what's in the bag oh some stuff that's sketchy no it's just like some it's about 10 pounds of silver how does the bag look is the bag good oh no the bag is very old no i mean like is it good or is it evil oh uh neither neither it's just normal a bag okay it's cursed uh, no, you have no reason to believe that this is cursed or okay. evil or will harm you in some way. Okay. Isn't that Draman's go-to? It's cursed. And the one time I don't say it, it will be. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we should be taking this. I mean, no one's here to use it. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but... It's a waste. They'll just leave it here. But this is a good place. All right. Did you guys hear that? Hear what? sounded like a knocking sound i'm just playing with you guys <laughs> i'm gonna strangle hold freddy it's a good tree freddy I, i'm gonna grapple freddy like freddy's not gonna get away from it's me. it's a good tree freddy i'm gonna i'm gonna like headlock him and yeah i'm not stopping i'm not stopping him would you like to help <laughs> no uh, I'm not gonna i wanted to him. see how I'm that went stop. i'm gonna hit you with a bag of silver <laughs> 10 pounds of silver to the face i'll put a lock uh. in a sock and sock you with it <laughs> Uh, that's an eight what do i roll do i have to roll anything actually no because i get advantage on grapple rolls yeah on so. the ground that's what you need to roll 
Oh yeah, you're dead. That's a twenty-two. You're grappled. He 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 took a hold of you. He's got uh, definitely one arm around your uh, neck and another around your arm, so you can and now just I'm, flail about ineffectually. And I'm gonna pin him. Uh, Thomas, please let me go. No, I'm gonna pin him. I'm gonna burning hands you if you don't get off. One, two. Guys, a, we're not PvPing again. <laughs> you three. Can, you can tell you joke. apologize. All right, I'm sorry. Because you're pinned. I got you in an arm bar. You rolled that dice like seven times, Colin. Because I, advan- I got to roll again to pin you. Uh-huh. Got to roll another grapple roll to pin you. I got my grappling feet. I'm sorry. All right, so you're rolling around in the dead leaves and branches of the garden when quite suddenly, actually, and sort of unexpected by anyone, the wind suddenly picks up and starts stirring the leaves all around you and causing all of the trees in the forest to begin to creak ominously, eerily, back and forth. All right, I'm not joking this time. Burn it. <laughs> burn it down. No. And yeah. does, it, does it get evil? No. The tree, How do you the tell tree, the, the yew tree, um, it, <laughs> it moves and it creaks as well in the wind, yeah. and you hear the wind rustling all of its leaves because it is in full foliage right now. Okay. But, so we should probably go. Uh, I don't want to take this silver with me. This is it's from a good tree. All right, then hand it back. I think we should leave some. I'm going to take out a single coin and put it next to the tree. All right, well, I can't take it, so. I'll gladly take it. All right, yeah, you take it, okay. And thank me later when I can actually buy you armor. Okay. okay. You're like, oh, wow. Since I'm driving, <sighs> okay. I'm such a cheapskate. I don't want to offend a tree's feelings. Okay, just a quick last look around before we leave. All right, I'm going to go and do a quick search in all of the other buildings. All right, well, there's a bunch of stuff, and you see some really cool things. What, Like what kind of things? Oh, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, furniture, beds, ancient furs, some really old clothes. You see the only books you've seen in this place, uh, ancient musical instruments. Let's see. Yeah, stuff like that. This is a homestead, so a lot of household items. You see what was at one point a very well-appointed kitchen, but alas, it has no food at the moment. Weapons, anything like that? Not that a quick scan will find for you. All right, in the place where there's the books, I'm going to look thoroughly. Okay. search that place pretty thoroughly. Is there something specific that you're looking for? I want to see if there's like anything hidden in the room with the books. Okay. All right. So the room with the books is, it's a fair-sized room. It takes up about a third of one of these buildings on the side. And when you walk into it, the musty, dusty smell of a well-sealed chamber assaults you all of a sudden. It's air that has been pent up, and it just falls into you. And when you're done coughing and sneezing your way through the dust, and you bring some light into this room, you see on every wall around you, there are bookshelves and books stacked floor to ceiling. And there are these tall windows which you had completely missed just because they are so grime covered and in the middle of the room there is a tall lectern for light perusal of books as you scan through them there are several ancient chairs and one very old reclining couch which the people here seem to favor and then there's also a very very old desk with an ornate 
gently carved armchair at its head. And as you're going through the drawers, you see probably what used to be paper and these writing implements that you can't quite figure out. And then at the in the bottom right drawer, you find at the very back, buried under some other things, the equivalent of office supplies, you find a thin sheaf of paper with writing on it. And things have been written and scratched out, and uh, these papers have been much wrinkled and roughed up, and it definitely looks like they've been shoved back here in a hurry. I'm going to take this with me, and... Freddy, I found something for you. found some stuff for you. Huh? More up your alley than mine. There's a whole lot of books. Coming! <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to start running down the... Are you sure you don't skip? towards it <laughs> books 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 oh boy. so you find the library uh just as i had described it to you i'm a real and wizard now yeah there are books all around you books of all shapes and sizes and especially colors they seem very keen on colorful books bound in all sorts of hides and leathers and you think you see one or two actually bound in dragon scales Ooh, I'm and then there's what pick thomas has immediately. a sheaf of paper with no cover and not really bound together either just sort of crumpled together i'll uh take a look at them is it in anything that i recognize nope these are the words and figures of the people descended from the gods who the walk people? with them in pleasantness forever the people the people the people descended from the gods who walked with them in pleasantness forever. It's like, hey, I found these uh, uh, shoved in the back of the desk. Is there any kind of pictures or drawings that would be recognizable? No, not in or on this. This looks okay. like a handwritten thing, somebody's personal project. And definitely with much editing and revision. And they, they put a lot of work into it for what only came to be maybe 20 pages in total. Thomas, this is really cool, but I don't understand any of this. I mean, if it was like shoved in the back of this dude's desk, it was a it was a nice desk too with a nice chair. Might have been someone important. Yeah, I mean, we can put it in your backpack. I mean, I feel a lot safer if you had it. I got I got kind of a heavy bag right now. You want me to put it in my fanny pack? Yes, please put it in your fanny pack. (laughs) No, yeah, I'll put it in my backpack. (laughs) And do any of these books like stand out to you or more important Um, than the others? I've never really seen books like this before, but I do really like these with dragon skins on them. Cool. I'll well, go ahead and... Uh, let's just loot this place and get going. Can I quickly flip through a couple books to see if I recognize anything? Uh, There are some that do have illustrations of a pretty decent nature. They're well done. Paintings of the people in their adventures, fighting one another, fighting monsters, dragons, standing beneath the... The moon and the stars, exploring, far-off destinations, so on and so forth. Uh, And then there are diagrams. In some books, it looks like people have taken great care and very meticulously documented all of the intricacies of the various plants, down to the individual fibers and, and veins on the leaf. And in others, there are some diagrams that look magical, some symbols that look like 
these might have been spell books. These might have been Are any studies of, of magic. Them remotely similar or have one or two things similar to what we would have in any of our books. How familiar are you with the with the human books back in in the libraries of Addo and the other great cities of Eidoron? I am very familiar with medicine books. So anything that has to do with herbs and healing and all of that kind of stuff. So Yes, uh, in some of those botanical books, you do see pages dedicated to herbs that you recognize. And while you can't tell what these pages are saying, some sections do seem laid out in a manner consistent with instructions. And I know, I don't know a whole lot about the magic side of reading, but I do know a little bit. Do any of the symbols or anything look familiar? Some of the diagrams do look like they could pertain to a couple of the well-known principles of magic, but you're a little shaky on that ground as you never received a, uh, the sort of classical official instruction in spellcasting and the arcane arts. Right. Are any of these books religious? That is harder to tell. You certainly don't see any symbology related to the three gods of Eidoron. Uh, they seem Are there any pictures absent. of people worshiping something or anything like that there's a lot of pictures concerning the people and fighting nature elements and uh the stars and the moon but whether they're worshiping or not is hard to tell you don't see any where they're you know obviously bowing down to or supplicating themselves before or offering gifts or tributes or sacrifices to these things Although some of the adventure books, for lack of a better term, uh, do show tribute being offered to great warriors of the past. Okay. Yeah, I'll take as many of the books that I recognize anything in them, and I'll take ev how many books have the dragon skin on them? Four. I'll take all of them. Okay. These are large tomes. These aren't like the pocket guide to traveling through the elven land. These are... These are big things, and these tend to be exclusively uh, adventure monster fighting accounts. I will just take the ones with the dragon skin on them, then. Okay. Take the ones with the magic. Each one weighs probably between five and, yeah, let's say five pounds. Big books you got there, buddy. A fanny pack just bulging, are you happy to see me? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Un unnecessary. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening to episode 12 of Stronghold. We really appreciate your attention and your willingness to let us entertain you. If you liked what you heard, you guessed it, go online, tell your friends, get on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and spread the word. The more people who know, the more we're going to make of these. We'll see you next week on Wednesday, the 17th of June for episode 13, and yeah, keep it cool.